I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome back to Brett and Cliff's Flea Circus, um, your weekly dose of random conversations and <laughs> sometimes talk about some films and television shows that we haven't researched films very well. <laughs> yeah, films and that. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm all right. I can see you're drinking Amstel beer there. Yeah, I'm drinking Amstel. I hope to qualify for the Champions League by drinking it. The, the <laughs> Champions League of drinkers. I think you're qualifiers. I think I'm, I might be in the Europa League. I don't think I'd be in the Champions League. <laughs> Will you be in the Europa League because you've got to the quarter fight, to the second round of the Champions League, then dropped out? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I don't think I would have qualified for the Champions League. I'm not that a seasoned a drinker. I think I've probably qualified through one of the cup competitions, possibly the FA Cup. <laughs> but, only, but you were runner up in the FA Cup but the yeah. winner was the champion uh-huh. of the Premier League so That's right. by default you're in even though you don't deserve uh-huh. to be there yeah like that time <laughs> Millwall got into the Europa League because they won the final against uh, against Man United I think you remember who they beat in the semi-final yes of course I do because it was Sunderland like <laughs> fucking every time why on earth yeah. couldn't, couldn't we beat Millwall to get to the final <laughs> of the FA Cup Tim Cale exactly. scored didn't he he did, I. I was at that match as well. Enough. It was horrible. I know. <laughs> you always scored against with Tim did, Cahill. I think he scored. He Every time he played against us, I'm sure he scored. I'm sure there's loads of people I, like I that. I was going to say, he was like our <laughs> bogey player, but uh, you uh-huh. could probably, some people will have scored against us every time they've played. For sure. Yeah, they definitely have. <laughs> We're or always if, that record breakers, yeah. like, weren't we? <laughs> That's it. Or if if somebody hasn't scored for like yeah. two years and then the playoffs, like Adi Akinbai was... Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. We were out watching that. I remember uh-huh. he, uh, ripped his shirt off. He did. Uh, what a very a muscular man. Fucking fine specimen, wasn't he? <laughs> he was. He was a shit footballer. But uh, he had a good body on him, didn't he? <laughs> it's fun being a Sunderland fan, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like it's just torture. Have That's you worked what out uh, what will happen with the algorithm if the league ends now? <laughs> no. Does anybody know how algorithms work? Look, it's, it's stupid, isn't it? Like, how can sport be de- decided by an algorithm? Uh-huh. An, an well, algorithm that uh, can give you more than three points for a game? Stupid. Mm-hmm. It's like these things that you see on Twitter sometimes where it says that uh, football managers predicted how the league table will turn out. Yeah. And it's it's never, never turns out that way, does it? Of course it It's doesn't. just bollocks. So, it's no. like... Uh, 
it's if I ever read a story and it's, it mentions XG, I'm like, well, pointless. Yeah. I, I couldn't yeah. care less it's about XG. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I've, I've had quite an interesting uh, couple of days. Have you? Okay. I've got something uh-huh. to tell you. I'll show you after that. But let's well, that, that, that'll be good. Well, uh, this week, uh, my uncle was, uh, he was sent to prison for his beliefs. Yeah, he was sent to prison for his beliefs. He, he believed he could want on the bus. <laughs> well, That's what happened this week. Well, you know, everybody on our podcast, we don't mock anyone's beliefs. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> welcome. Uh, they are, huh? but uh, the police didn't take too kindly to his, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, I've pinched that joke off Bob Monkhouse. So. Did you? Yeah. Bob Monkhouse, that's the word uh, wank. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, way. He was, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was quite blue, actually. I, I love Bob Monkhouse, his jokes, so his timing, his delivery, really uh-huh. clever, just yeah. fantastic. Remember that show he did when he used to, was it like 30 minutes, and he used to start with, a, you got given a word, yeah. and he uh-huh. had to link all everything in the 30 minutes back to the start and end with that word. Yeah, and it was He's all clever, wasn't it? Absolutely uh-huh. amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I love Bob Monkhouse. Also, do you remember when he lost his joke book? Yeah, well, I, I was watching a few documentaries about him. I had a terrible stinking hangover on Saturday. Okay. And I just, you know, put YouTube on and, and there was Bob Monkhouse. I thought, oh, I'll watch that. So I'll watch a documentary about that. Yeah, it was, it was really a, good. It was like and then I watched the live scandal, one. wasn't it? It was, uh, uh-huh. Have so, you noticed anything different behind us today? Mm, oh, the chimes. They've chimes. gone. The chimes have what? gone. I've had a Why? move around. Because mm-hmm. I mean, believe it or not, they were too noisy there. <laughs> where where are they now? On the front door, like one of them shops, uh, <laughs> where there's a bell. <laughs> you know, when you open the, the shop and the bell goes off, like that, all I hours. Think, I think Jane wanted it on the front door, but no, they're, they're about, like they're in front of us, so they're on the other side. Less mm-hmm. less wind gets there, but I've replaced them with something. I'm going to move right, you and right. see if you can see what it is. Oh, it's like uh, a found footage horror film. What's that? It's just a white thing. Uh, what is it? It's a string of ele- uh, ceramic elephants. Oh. What was that white thing I was looking at there? I don't know, but I, I couldn't work out the camera thing there, so I think I was just showing you something else. Yeah, was a, you're just showing us Oh, that was, in fact, more. that's a mop. Do you want a mop update? <laughs> yes, I'd, I'd like that. I was going to ask you about the mop. Well, How's it uh, doing? Well, badly. <laughs> Very bad. Oh, no. So obviously, I think everybody was thrilled at that mm-hmm. uh, segment when I did the live unwrapping of the mop, and uh, I spoke about yeah, its its it torturous its torturous journey where it was <laughs> broken and it was getting replaced, but then we cancelled it and then it turned up. Would you believe mm-hmm. that the one that turned up was actually yeah. broken? <laughs> well, I think you quite possibly have broken it when you were opening it, and that. Nope haphazard way that you no, did no 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 oh yes i opened it washed mm-hmm. the floor once with it again not me but someone and yeah uh, yeah the, the just the end just fell off that's <laughs> 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 uh, what you get so are you, are you complaining to this company again mm-hmm. are you? that's right yes yeah. so after Jane, replacement Jane, uh, i was just like, like this is i mean it's far too much Far too much effort for a mop. It should be easy to get a mop, shouldn't it? It is. And a bucket mm-hmm. that it goes in. So yeah. Jane rang them up and they were like, all right, we'll, um, we'll send somebody to pick it up and drop off a replacement. 
I mean, never in a million years is this going to happen. Um, yeah. They were like, yeah, we'll send somebody to pick it up and, and give you a new one. Um, but it won't be yet. It'll just be, it'll be in a while. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be at some point. <laughs> at some you point. Just keep your fingers crossed. That's what you need to do. So I've got a broken mop. And then I thought, right, last time I was doing my online shop, I was like, well, the supermarket will have a mop on it. So I ordered another one, similar, this time, uh, unscrewable mop head so I could replace it right. rather than just having uh-huh. to throw the mop away. Anyway, Like Trigger with his brush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I did that. So that's all right. It was six quid or something like that. It's fine. Mm-hmm. So you know when they ring you and say, actually, we haven't got that. We haven't got that. Do you want something else yeah. instead? Well, the rang uh-huh. Jane, not me, and the fella, it was a bit hard to understand because he's wearing a mask, <laughs> so she couldn't understand <laughs> what he was saying. So right. he said, one of the things was a mop, and he said, oh, I'll uh-huh. do another one just like it, so I'll bring that. So he uh-huh. brought this other mop. Now, this mop, it's in the shape of a broom, so like right. white, but uh-huh. that doesn't fit in any mop bucket whatsoever. So I've now got... Three mops and two mop buckets, <laughs> none of which right. are compatible with each other or in proper working order. <laughs> I can't believe I just can't get a mop. <laughs> it's it's a it's a long running saga, isn't it? it? Isn't it? Have, you, have you seen them mops where you can go sort of like that with them and they I can't trap see the dust? Doing. Where you go like that? Okay. I, I realise this is an audio thing and people won't be able to see he's doing that at all. He's making but, listeners a squeeze box like motion. Squeeze box, uh-huh. pincer, a pincer. A pincer, okay. What is so you do that with them I mean, and that's lift up dust? For any military people out there, yeah. Well, it pinches the, the sort of dust like that. Have you not seen that before? It you like should that. get one of mop, them. That's not a mop's job to pinch it, dust. It, <laughs> possibly not, but uh, I'm sure it's it's a mop stroke brush combo. Okay, I'll I have a look. You know, is. I like combinations of things, things that are yeah, spliced together. That, that's the perfect fork, combination. The fork and uh, spoon, obviously. Yeah. And Do you know who looks like a mop? Who? Go on. Laura Koonsberg. <laughs> she looks like a mop with eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't she? Uh, uh, I suppose so, yeah. A, wa- a well-worn mop. Yeah. A rather annoying mop with eyes. That's what she is. <laughs> it's been used extensively on a factory floor. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> not not a true <laughs> word's been said than that. <laughs> um, so you asked us what I was drinking before we started. Yeah, and it's another uh, another replacement online shop mix-up. <laughs> mm-hmm. So basically, I was ordering the non-alcoholic beers, uh-huh. and uh, they've got different versions. There's loads of flavored ones, but. I mean, it's it's pointless. That's wrong. It's, it's just that's just pop. Like, yeah, you might as well just get lilt or fucking coke <laughs> or whatever. So anyway, yeah. the fella brought um, six bottles of pineapple non-alcoholic beer, <laughs> which I mean, it's so sweet. It's not. It doesn't taste like beer. It just uh-huh. it tastes like really kind of malty, sugary lilt. Is what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a pint of that with loads of rum in it because it works really well. Well, that's our isn't it? <laughs> kind of against totally. the point of getting alcoholic beer, like, but you know, it is. But if you can mix it with the alcohol, that makes it better anyway, doesn't it? But yeah, you're right. 
But the, we talked about it last time I had rum, didn't we? I ended up with a cop burn on my face. So I know. Well, you, know, you want to be careful this evening. Got no cop, exactly. have I? It's all tiles. I'll just I'll hurt my face a lot more. You'll yeah, just bash your face and skid, won't you? Be, <laughs> be horrible. Be absolutely horrible. Smooth, I'll go for miles. Be a disgrace. Could be like a sport. <laughs> it could be, like curling. Like <laughs> that's exactly just... <laughs> what I was thinking. We'll get the mop to buff up the floor on me. Yeah, that's, pro- that's how the mop's broken, isn't it? Your, your lass has been trying to play curling with your head. Again. <laughs> so your beard's coming on there. I believe you've got a new nickname. Yes, uh, the wife started calling us Kenny. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> so... I'm starting to look a little bit like him. I hope I'm. I love him. Well, your hair's obviously well. overgrown because of the uh, the situation. <laughs> so, well, I cut yeah. my own hair. Me, is he a lover man? Yeah, is he's he? definitely a. Yeah, he is. Of course, he is. Well, the is wife he... the wife regards him as one. Okay, well, look at you. Yeah, so I quids <laughs> in there. Quids in. <laughs> you keep putting a white suit on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep selling, singing with Dolly Parton and that she keeps turning no. keep telling her to go away but she won't Dolly we've got a social distance man not now <laughs> Dolly man not now right I'm watching Bullseye I know you're standing two feet away from me but I'm still touching your tits <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> oh. it's impossible for a social distance isn't it definitely <laughs> oh that was a bit uh, bad taste wasn't it sometimes it slips nah, out that was that wasn't bad that was that was just a good joke that. sometimes it slips out can't help yourself so, sometimes it does <laughs> but like me uncle on the bus we've got a different show this week haven't we? you got anything else you want to say anyway before we uh talk about what we're gonna no, do no no nah, that's it that, that's it just yeah that's it so we were going to, this is shows that we're not in bad taste, doesn't it? Because what we had planned to do, we've decided against it. Um, because there's obviously a lot of serious stuff going on in the world, not mm-hmm. just the coronavirus, which is, yeah. you know, bad enough. But in America, the, mm-hmm. the police murdering innocent people and uh, the riots and stuff that's going on, it seemed a bit... Uh, a bit inappropriate, inappropriate yeah. for us to watch uh, Sheriff John Bunnell's world's wildest police chases. Um, yeah. So we'll park that for a bit and return yeah, to well. it when it doesn't seem as incongruous. Um, but instead, what uh-huh. we were going to do anyway was mm-hmm. we were going to get our friend Dan on, uh, who we've mentioned a couple of times, to mm-hmm. talk about... Um, uh, well, he's been on telly a couple of times, so we've watched... One of the clips uh-huh. today, and we're going to talk to him about that and find out what it's all about. He's also yeah. been um, in the newspaper for for this and that for good reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple he's of times, almost well. famous, isn't he? He is like uh, like that film, but not because yeah. he's a rock star from the seventies. Um, no. So he's due to join us in a couple of minutes. I know we normally have a joke about whatever Trump's done this week or whatever, uh-huh. but. Fuck, it's, it's not funny anymore. No, is it's it? not funny this week, is it? It's fucking nope. absolutely disgraceful. And uh, to, suffice to say, we we're down with with racism and murdering innocent uh, people, black people especially. It happens too much in America. Um, mm-hmm. Like and Trump's actions afterwards. Well, his actions in the, have caused it to happen basically and allowed it in the first mm-hmm. place. And everything he's done since then. Is just an absolute disgrace. I mean, the, the shame, the, the bad thing is, there's too many people in America that 
are happy to go with that yeah. line of thinking and that course of action. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't look like ending anytime soon. So I mean, the man's just a megalomaniac, isn't he? I mean, I, I've watched a couple of his speeches recently, and he's just a complete megalomaniac. Whenever he says America, right, all he's really talking about is himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's that, that's a massive uh, concern. But if you're an American and you're listening to this guy on the television spout his nonsense. Because, like I say, every single time he says the word America, he's not talking about America. He's talking about himself. It's the opposite of what America is meant to stand for, isn't it? Like I, mm-hmm. I just can't think of a time when it's it's been as as opposite as what it is now. <laughs> anyway, we've got Dan. He's he's joining us. I'm gonna I'm gonna let him in the room. Hopefully Ooh. this works because I don't. I think he's doing it from his phone. Hello, Dan. Hello. He's there. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Can you hear us? Yeah, we can. Oh, you sound like you're proper on the line. Like uh, like right. you're on a, a good talking on talk yeah, sport or something. It's, it's, yeah, sounds like talk sport. Dan, we've done a bit of an intro to the episode and stuff. Um, and we haven't really talked about what we're going to talk about. We've said that we've shelved the idea to watch America's Wildest Police Chases because it seems uh, inappropriate right now. Uh, to well, laugh I'm, about. I'm, no, I'm no longer America's wildest police videos. <laughs> well, there you go. That's one point. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Dan's uh, an old friend of ours. We've known each other for years and years and years. Um, another Sunderland fan, another lad from South Shields. Um, yeah. But you made national headlines when uh, you appeared on The Chase with Bradley Walsh. Yeah. Yeah, a big splash, big splash nationally. <laughs> <laughs> what what was Bradley Walsh like then, Wardy? Was he, was uh, he a canny guy? Uh, I found him. Uh, I found him an excellent man. You were on the um, the chase, two thousand sixteen, four years ago. Yeah, f- filmed in late two thousand and fifteen, screened okay. in two thousand and sixteen. Okay, um, the only clip on YouTube is of the final chase, which you made it do. Um, That's right. I haven't watched it for a long time. What what happened in the in the lead up to that? What's the show about? Uh, so it's a it's a quiz show. It's a popular TV quiz show. Uh, one of your classic formats in uh, in uh, I suppose in both sides of the Atlantic. In that it's one that encourages audience participation at home by giving you a range of general knowledge questions and uh, selections of answers. Um, the main gimmick of the the chase, I suppose you you would call it, is. Um, these characters called the chasers, who are kind of like the the gatekeepers to the loot, um, and, and they have they have I suppose personal characters like like gimmicks like a wrestler would have, or um, like the classic um, Bob Mills hosted uh, computer game show Games World on Sky back in the day. Um, you've got the Beast, who's a big man mountain of a yeah. You've mm-hmm. got the Governess, who is a stern. Um, sort of school matron type you've got the mm-hmm. vixen who is a younger younger sort of flame here i haven't seen woman. her yeah um i don't know uh-huh. your type uh, <laughs> um you've got um the dark destroyer who mm-hmm. is uh, a, a barrister and former former uh, mastermind champion and uh, uh-huh. the sinner man who is um a man in a white suit he's a comedian him and him uh, yes, he is. Yeah. Was he a comedian before the chase, or has he used his chase appearance as a platform for uh, a comedy career? I think he was I a lawyer, he... someone, wasn't he? 
He's just said the was other one. A, doc- a doctor. Doctor. Oh, oh doctor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he was a doctor, wasn't he? Aye, the doc right. destroyers, the lawyer. <laughs> so, so, Wardy, how, how? I mean, how do you get on these shows? Do you just apply through? I don't know through the internet or whatever. How does it work? That's it. It's a rigorous application process. Um, <laughs> you um, embellish as much as possible. The, the goal, I think, is to make yourself sound as much of a, an interesting character as possible. So I, I put that first one in. I, I mean, I've, had, I've been burnt by that kind of process in the past. Mm-hmm. I remember filling out um, a deal or no deal application form once, and it was about 20 pages long, something like that. Uh-huh. And uh, I think um, I, I never got the call in the end, and... Um, the family members were chastising us um, for for not taking the application process seriously enough. Because um, <laughs> I was saying about the, um, they asked you what you would spend the money on, what you would like to spend the money on, deal and no deal on. I said at the time, I would like to build uh-huh. a monorail. Um, and I, I don't think, I, I don't think that must have worked down well in well, the, the Edmunds camp. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah, you know, I'm a man of the people, people's job. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that was the first stage in the process for the chase, and then uh, I pretty much forgot I'd applied for it. And then in the first week of 2015, I received a phone call um, in the, the wee hours in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. That's about half past nine uh, in South Shields. <laughs> um, ask, inviting us to do a quiz uh, there on um, ten, ten questions, I think it was, uh-huh. uh, over the phone while, while I was standing at the bus stop, mm-hmm. and. Um, I think I got about four out of ten or something like that. It was a disgusting performance, to be honest. And I thought uh-huh. uh, that that would be the end of me quizzing career. But um, yeah. But they said at the end, oh, well, oh you've you've done all right for uh, for a first stage, considering we've sprung it on you. Uh, so uh-huh. they invite, invited us to a live audition, um, uh-huh. which was um, uh, conducted at a popular chain of hotels in Newcastle. And um, <laughs> uh, what, we're not going to mention the popular chain, are we? No, they're no better or worse than any other hotel chain. They might the sponsor world. us, man. We'd, we'd mention names of things on yeah. purpose. We'd, yeah, <laughs> we'd, do, <laughs> we'd do that on purpose. We'll was, mention uh, beer was, every week. It was the <laughs> it was the Jury's Inn Hotel uh, oh, in Newcastle. And, okay. uh, although I have I have done jury service in the past, I was never put up in the Jury's Inn. So I don't know where it's <laughs> name from, but I'm, I'm sure it's a superb hotel for all those sort of things. Um, I've, I've been there. Uh, um, I've been there to audition for the chase and to do uh, in- classes in improvisational comedy. Um, Ooh. So, um, <laughs> fantastic. We did several rounds of the interview process where we were um, we were doing like quiz style games, uh, answering questions. There was a couple of games that were set up in the style of the chase, and mm-hmm. uh, there were also. Um, a number of rounds where they were basically interviewing you yourself, kind of trying to get to know you as a, yeah. a person or a or, or the kind of character I'd invented. For okay. One right. What, so so you, you're not yourself when you went on. You you are a character. Is that what you say? Uh, yeah, embellish it. So I know you've said that they're basically looking for characters. You fill the form in and then they do the screen yeah. test and all of that. I mean, I've watched the end of your show, you and the other two ladies. Do they only need one character on at a time? <laughs> um, I, I think I think they go for a balance, to be honest, because I think um, they they look for a mix of attributes. Like some some um, some contestants, they look for um, a solid range of general knowledge. Uh-huh. Some they'll look for um, like who might be an entertaining character on screen, and some they'll look for someone who um, like kind of might might have a sympathetic story or something behind okay. them. 
Um, so the, so the, went, the went with good I, looks were you then, Wardy? Is that what the I was were the you? Total, the total handsome package, man. obviously. The total package. <laughs> but, um, the rest, the rest of the contestants, I think they chose um, like a, like a mix of things for like um, poor Akeem was obviously chosen for his uh, his um, his lovable loser kind of. <laughs> but he's not on the clip that we saw. Right? He's gone by that point. He's, he's, gone, he's right? long gone. He's uh, in the in the bowels of um, uh, L Street Studios at that point. Uh-huh. So that's where it was filmed, right? Yeah, uh-huh. um, in Boreham Wood. Um, it was um, a, a, the the tallest that um, when we're wandering in the the um, the catacombs of the studios between um, filming, we might well bump into somebody who's out of. Or be city or EastEnders or anything like that, but I just gave a, a kind of partridge shrug because I've never seen either of those <laughs> programs in years. And I, unless it was the great Phil Mitchell, obviously, I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't recognise any of them from a hole in the wall. Yeah. So, what do you? I mean, I'm spoiling the end here, but you you did actually win, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, you you win three other contestants. So this poor Akeem fella. Did you see yeah. him afterwards? And was he like... Yes, yes so we did. It was, um, it's quite a sad story, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> well, he wasn't like yeah. the hanging in the catacombs. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so we were told um, like afterwards, um, oh, Akeem's been sitting backstage cheering you on every step of the way. And um, we, went, we went back to, um, like again, the, the studios themselves, to look at that just like, they're nothing special. They look like an old kind of dilapidated schoolhouse. Mm. <laughs> um, and, and we went into some kind of uh, disused classroom where they were handing out, um, obviously, what checks. Um, uh, well, no, not what checks. They, they took a few weeks for the checks to arrive in the post. Uh-huh. They took our details, our banking details and stuff um, <laughs> to make out for the checks. Um, uh-huh. And also to give each um, an envelope containing £15 of expenses and a signed photograph of uh, the governess, Anne Hegarty. Um, <laughs> and Not Bradley so obviously, Hull. I know, did she, no, no, uh, she insist on that? Did she? I think she so. Must um, so that was, um, that was all that Akeem was taking home. They got our, um, our banking details, the rest of it, but Akeem only got uh, his signed photograph and his £15. But um, while we were there, like, filling out our details, Akeem said, uh, oh, um, I need to use the, the, the bathroom. Um, can I? Can you direct this? Uh-huh. Someone directed him, and then um, about a couple of minutes <laughs> did, later, I went. Did, I went, did, I went, sorry, did, did they go? Uh, no, not that one. That's what. That's the winners' bathroom. <laughs> you need to use the, the losers' bathroom over there. Thank you. Well, if you. only, if only because it would have, uh, it would have uh, rendered this next part of the story obsolete. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, like a couple of minutes later, I, I myself needed to use the bathroom. Again, the directors uh, uh, wound up in the same bathroom as Akeem, but um, your man was in one of the stalls. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I was just at a trough, standard trough. Um, so he wasn't aware that I'd come into the toilet. Um, so mm-hmm. all I heard from coming from the toilet stall, apart from the odd splish, splosh, was mm-hmm. um, a, a voice, a plaintive voice singing. You had a bad day, you take a one down, you sing a sad song just to turn it around. And I thought, oh, this is tragic. This. And, Were you uh, singing, was... everyone's a winner, baby? <laughs> yeah, I was singing uh, the theme tune of the Million Dollar Man, Ted Dyer bass. <laughs> money, 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 money. 
story <laughs> about that reminds us of uh, that time when Barker was living in Islington in London and uh, him and Burnley Neal lived near each other and they, they went to some local pub in the borough or the, wherever he lived. And uh, there was only them and one, they were sitting down and one old fella at the bar who went over to the jukebox and put his money in. Uh, like some old bloke nursing his pint at the bar, went to the jukebox, like, pressed the mm-hmm. buttons, heard the whir of the CD going around. Lonely, Mr. Lonely. <laughs> <laughs> Those two obviously pissed themselves off and this kid a sad guy. And then the next song came on. Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> That's an eclectic taste. He just likes his nineties hits, man. So, uh, so yeah. No, I'll tell you what. It, um, we were, Punched him right in the we were, face. Get down there, you loser. <laughs> well, uh, I, I maybe should have. When we, uh, when we went back anyway, uh, I, I had to be uh, the, the other two when I said they were going back to uh, the travel lodge in Boramwood for um, a celebratory coffee and. Um, and maybe a, a meal in the, the Toby Carvery next door that nice. I enjoyed the previous night. Um, uh-huh. But um, and they, they invited me if I wanted to come, but I says, uh, unfortunately, I've got to be on a train from King's Cross. What about Cross the key? Uh, Did they invite him? Uh, well, he, well, no, 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 no. He was... Uh, <laughs> uh, so um, I was going back to, uh, to King's Cross for a train back to, uh, back to the, the, the wonderful northeast of England. By, um, uh, around lunchtime, so my, my day's work was all over and done with by about 11 o'clock. Um, Bakim was also travelling via King's Cross to um, wherever his London home was. Uh, so I, I said, oh, we'll, we'll get the train together, then we're going in the same direction. So I was talking to him on the, the train, uh, talking about his love of Arsenal Football Club. and uh, he, he spun us a sad story about uh, how he was meant to be going to some sort of networking event uh, the previous night, but he had sacked it off for the chase. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I felt increasingly bad for him on this journey. So I gave him, uh, I gave him thirty pounds out of my own wallet. <laughs> what? And he took uh, it. That... Yeah, he took it. He accepted it without question. What a uh, Which, which well, it made us feel sick less of it. Well, people have asked us this before, and this is why did he give him thirty pounds? And I said, well, it's uh, the, the exact amount that I judged his, comp- his contribution to be worth out of the Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So we join you here in the final round, and that final round is you've got a number of questions or a number of right answers or whatever. Yes. And the chaser has mm-hmm. got to get the same amount to yes. to catch you, and if she catches yeah. you. Then she gets the money and you get nothing. So you've yeah, got. You also get a head start based on how many members of your team are back. So we get like three points okay. automatically because we've got three members. Yeah. So there's you and two um, very pleasant middle-aged ladies on your team. Yes. Um, so when I was watching it, one thing I was thinking, and these ladies might be lovely. They, they might be. I don't know. But I was watching you, watching them to see what like how you were interacting with them because I know in that situation for me I would just be I, I, I wouldn't want to listen to what they've got to say or whoever they were I wouldn't I wouldn't care about their contribution I would just want I would want me to dictate what was happening because I think that's my personality so I found myself watching you because you've got to like kind of just agree on an answer between the three of you from time to time um, mm-hmm. 
and uh, that dynamic was kind of interesting because well, you kind of took a backseat on most of the answers when you were having to do it and let, let them throw themselves under the bus. <laughs> well, I, I, I decided that, um, I mean, there was a good, uh, well, you know, you only meet that morning, you get a good uh, kind of feel for, for what sort of subjects they're good on and what sort of mm-hmm. subjects you're stronger on. You were in the middle as well, weren't you, of these two ladies? So you had them on either ear, really, didn't you? So you had two to really ladies. step back so you could listen <laughs> <laughs> cheek to cheek. You had to listen yeah. to what they were, were saying. Bradley Walsh seemed delighted that you won. Yeah, he's a nice guy, a genuinely nice guy. Uh, like I said, we only talked to him once filming started, uh, and he was at his the, request. The, the, <laughs> yeah, he won't, he won't even look you in the eye before that. Uh, but, um, but we're told, actually, uh, yes, uh, he comes out and we're told by the runners that Bradley Walsh is the contestants, the, the team's fifth player, like he wants all the con- genuinely wants all the contestants to win. Okay. Um, also, the chasers themselves, they say, we genuinely don't know which chaser you're going to face until... Okay. Until they're so they're all hanging start. about? They gave us the impression that they're in like uh, some sort of pit, like... Uh, like that the, the gladiators are released from in, uh, yeah. in ancient Rome. Um, and and they, they don't know that they're kind of they're feeding them, like raw meat and quiz books and stuff like that in the meantime. <laughs> and, uh, and they don't know until uh, I called who's going to come out. Yeah. But with us, like that... I say it was the governors. But first, I'll just continue on about Bradley Walsh. Uh, mm-hmm. So the, probably the, the, the best chance I got to speak to him during the show was when the, the filming had stopped and he was talking to me between my cash build around. Um, uh-huh. And he said, one of the things I said I would spend the money on um, was a, a, a tailor-made suit at Savile Row. Um, and I never have. I broke my promise to Bradley Walsh. I feel bad <laughs> yeah. about that. Uh, but, um, but he said there was between, uh, between rounds of film, and he says, uh, oh, a tailor-made suit, that's it. That's an interesting, that's a good choice. That like, He seemed like he was being very sincere. So I, I said to him, well, he says, I've always wanted a tailor-made suit myself. And I says, well, that suit you're wearing today, Bradley, is quite a nice suit, actually. And it was, I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. And he says, he says, well, that's just, they supply us with this suit. I'll just come in and pick it up. But it is quite nice, isn't it? I says, yeah. And he says, but yeah, tell tailor made suit, that's, that's nice. I like that idea. And he says, I've always wanted one, but the only problem with me is I've got a fluctuating waistline. <laughs> and that was then he seemed, he seemed very sad when he said it. Uh, he didn't say it for laughs. He seemed genuinely sad. And I thought, oh, that's a pity. <laughs> So Dan, on the on the back of you, you got your winnings. You you give Hakeem thirty quid. You got the the train the rest of the way back up to the northeast. You never got your Savile Row suit. You did no. spend some money on some friends and stuff like that, which was very kind of you. Did Far from you, me. Did you yep, buy? I bought three friends. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually buy anything of any note with your winnings? I mean, it's not a life changing amount of money, but it's a it's a good amount of money to win, like thirteen grand. It's, you know, yeah. it's an annual salary for for mm-hmm. many me. <laughs> I, I, I took um, I took me mom and me sister to uh, the Dublin. Well, um, I've been to Dublin once, and genuinely, I stayed at the Jewry's Inn. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, genuinely. It was, <laughs> uh, it was miles away from the fucking city centre. Miles, so terrible. Don't, it's don't right next to Liffey, isn't it? I've, honestly, I've got no. Is that the airport? That's the river. Uh, so uh, there might be a few juries in in, uh, in Dublin. I don't know. Stayed there. Mm. It, was a t- it was an absolutely terrible journey from start to finish. It, obviously, you, you won the chase and everything, but uh, your, your fame didn't stop there, did it? Um, you went yeah. on to be nominated for the be- Best Dressed Matter. 
And you were, you were right. only you were only defeated by Gibral Sisi. <laughs> All my son I was, strength. I wasn't. I wasn't <laughs> defeated by anybody in 2016. <laughs> I was, I, I've still got the trophy downstairs. Have you? Should Where I it? bring it up? Go on, go and get it. <laughs> I genuinely thought he was beaten by Jibble Sisi. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been great. So while it? he's gone, basically on the show, there was a running bit of banter between uh, Bradley Walsh and Dan. Um, after, I guess after that, like when they were talking in the break and he said he wanted to buy suit and Dan, as always, like you won't know from this, but he's always a very smartly dressed man when you go mm-hmm. out anywhere. He always looks, he stands apart, doesn't he? Like we'll be out in t-shirts. Or shirts, oh, he's a like, smart so man, isn't he? He's, he's always got a, a waistcoat on or a three-piece suit yeah. or something like that. Um so, so he was called Dapper Dan. Yeah, so they were calling him Dapper, Dapper Dan was his nickname on the show. Bradley mm-hmm. Walsh obviously had what I was kind of touching on before. He was never going to have latch on to one of the other women or that Akeem guy for a bit of banter, was he? So no. last John to Dan, who, as you can probably tell at this point, is you know he's a funny bloke. He's got lots of stories, and he's also mm-hmm. actually. Uh, he's a very clever bloke, isn't he? For like more <laughs> he than me and you put together. <laughs> um, yes, he most certainly is. Um, so he ended up um, he ended up being like nicknamed Dapper Dan by Bradley Walsh, and it was this was a running thing throughout the show. Oh, oh I can see it's your name's written on in Tipex. <laughs> <laughs> Gibral CC's name's crossed out. Only, on, only the best. Only the best for the. The Sun FM uh, awards. The Sun so FM style and fashion awards. Like, I, award. I remember being in the paper, but I can't remember what the story is behind it. I don't think there's any story. I think you were, uh, they were asking. <laughs> Just picked out the best best dressed man in Sunderland, and you were it. Exactly. They were, they were asking for um, they were asking for nominations um, for um, for the best any stylish men in Sunderland, and apparently it had been an award that was running for a couple of years prior to that. Um, and um, and they, they got a certain amount of people that they got in touch with me to say that I was one of the ones who had received the most nominations and I think there was there was three of them in the final I'm not uh, besmirching your style but but who's doing the nominations for this? Uh, apparently it was some of my, uh, my students uh, Shouldn't they be checking whether you're actually from Sunderland or not? Because I work, you're not I work from in, Sunderland what? I work in Sunderland I go to, <laughs> I, I go to Sunderland for my work for me football. I go Sunderland shopping, but I'm, I'm not being <laughs> nominated for awards, Wardy. Well, I look at the, what they're going to say, the fucking best man in a black T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> there was myself, uh, I had a, a, a photo spread in the Sunderland Echo as well. Um, that was before I won the awards. So when I was just nominated, so somebody came to the university campus and took some, mm-hmm. some photographs of us. Um, and obviously, this was just a follow-up to when I was uh, nominated for the the um, the face of the millennium in the South Shields Gazette. Yeah. Um, but um, I was wrong, wrongly beaten also beaten by Gibral Cisse. There, weren't you? Well, that, that would have been, were, that been <laughs> easier to stomach. You were third, and El Hajjouf was second. Yep, that would have been easier to stomach. Uh, but but no. Um, 
but I, I controlled myself with the, the Gazette. Obviously, I had face the 2000, face the 2001, but that was the face of the millennium, so that wasn't just the best face of a year. It was the best face of a thousand years. Um, <laughs> and so competition was tougher, obviously. Right, is, is they're both going to play the chase, um, the middle bit, the head-to-head, right? Okay. So this time, Mr. Ward, uh, the gloves on the other foot, so you can be the chaser. Okay. Right. <laughs> no, of course it's not. <laughs> uh, and Clifford, you're gonna you're gonna attempt to be what Wardy was in the in the chase. Okay. You're gonna try and get away from. Him. You've asked us to write stuff on pieces of paper, so, but you, like... you haven't actually really seen this, have you, Cliff? Well, no, I can't remember what it is. No. Right. Well, you've got to answer a certain amount of questions, and then when you've answered the certain amount of questions, I'll tell you if you've won or not. Right. Okay. So you've got you've got a couple of choices before we start. Right. Okay. You can either take a step towards Wardy, mm-hmm. right. So you can take a, a closer step towards him, mm-hmm. and if that's the case, he's got to buy you four pints the next time he sees you. Okay. Right. You if can I stay win, where I'll you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can stay where you are, right? And you've both got to buy each other, right? A pint each, right? Or, or not. You can just listen to the rules. <laughs> you can take a step closer to home, right? Uh-huh. Which would be easier. Uh-huh. And you'd have to buy Wardy two pints. Well, I'm not so going to do that. And I also do? don't want to be known as absolute scum by one of my best friends. <laughs> <So, laughs> I think I'll go. I wish I knew what the questions were going to be on. General be, knowledge. I'm going to be. I'm going to go down the middle because he's clever. Right. So when I ask the question, you both need to put either A, B, or C to the camera so I know what you think the answer is. Right? He's ready. Yeah. Yes. Right. What was Super Mario's original name? Was it A. Pipe Man? B. Jump man or C Tash man. So let's see. <laughs> Can't say that, Cliff. Right. Wardy, is that an A? It is an A. Right. Well, A is wrong, unfortunately, for you, but Cliff's right with jump man, right? Yay! So you stay where you are and he moves a little How bit. How many questions down. have we got on this? Because it could get very tedious. <laughs> it's not that many. <laughs> So don't worry about that. Right, question number two. In Biker Grove, mm-hmm. what colour was the paint that blinded PJ? Yes. Right? Was it A, yellow, B, green, or C, pink? Right. Cliff, you're right. Wardy, you're wrong. The answer was uh, e. yellow. 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 Paint you're not, you're not doing very well here, Wardy. You're supposed to be expert here. It's down to the quiz master who's taking all the questions. Oh, don't mid, blame me. A, a mid 1990s trivia book. <laughs> <laughs> don't blame me, Wardy. Right. Is the next, next question one. about about Cotton Eye Joe? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it might be. Right, next one, question number three. Who is the only player to score hat-tricks in all four English divisions, including FA Cup and League Cup and for his country? I know Is it A, Rob Earnshaw, B, John Lundstrom, or C, Steve Bull? Steve Cram. Right, is it both right? 
So well done there. Mid-90s football, Ooh. we're going to all agree on, is the best knowledge. <laughs> yeah. No well, reason to get that wrong. You're nearly there, Cliff. You're nearly there. Right. Question number four. Who holds the record for Oscar nominations at 21? So 21 Oscar nominations. Is it A, Jack Nicholson, B, Meryl Streep, or C, Glenn Close? No, not bothered. Not bothered about it. Well, you've got to answer the goddamn question. Right? Yep. Is a both right there? So, Cliff, you only need to answer one more question. And you've won. Whether I get it right or wrong. No, you've got to answer it correctly, obviously. You goddamn idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Jack Nicholson there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Question number five. Who was Henry VIII's last wife? Was it A, Anne of Cleves, B, Catherine Howard, or C, Catherine Parr? Don't care. Don't say don't care just when you don't know the answer. Right, he's a both wrong, oh. idiots. <laughs> it was C, Catherine Parr. Does it matter? Who does was... pointless question? It does. It does. Well, it's not pointless. It's the chase. who was the first Disney princess and it wasn't you Cliff so don't worry about that was it A Cinderella (laughs) B Belle or C Snow White right he's a both right but Cliff's won so well done you've beat the chaser (laughs) so you have defeated don't blame me (laughs) so you've won you've won well done you've beat the chaser well done. You didn't say what the answer well. was for most of those questions. Yes, really I did. Frustrating yes, for the I listener. Did. It's not frustrating. <laughs> the the answer was Snow White. If, if, that, if they're listening really well, I said If they're listening to the numbers that you did not, if they're listening to the I numbers did. that I hold up the letters, they're going to know. <laughs> I, said, I said Snow White, didn't I? You didn't? No, well, Just I said, said I would. Snow White. They can, all, the they can all find out. They can research the question or they can play at home. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I said the answer anyway. Well, we'll agree to disagree. Well, we'll when we'll listen back. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? Even more fun when uh, I've won. And I think that means that for the Attitude Centrefold, Dan can get lost and I can be part of it instead. That's left well, a bit of taste in my mouth. <laughs> Would you like thirty pounds? <laughs> it, it, so if Cliff's right, right, and I did fuck that up, which is quite possible, because I've been drinking beer. Do you want to do rude foods instead? <laughs> what, what, what does that entail? Well, I, I'm gonna. Um, I'll tell you the name of a food, right? And you've got to tell us what it is. Come on, then so, let's do it. You then. know, when you go to like a, a shopping centre or whatever, when you're on holiday and you see the yeah. name of a, a food and it's uh, a bit risky. Yeah. Let's okay. do it. So it's like that. So let's it's the first one put in, I guess. So what do you think McVitie's finger Marie is? Uh, it's a cream uh, cream sponge. <laughs> what do you think McVitie's finger Marie is? Uh, <laughs> I think it's uh I think it's like two long digestive type biscuits with cream in the middle. Cliff wins biscuit. Sorry. What about whole <laughs> what about holy crap? <laughs> um <laughs> What do you think holy crap is? I think it's the type of cheese. 
No. I think it's crisps. Breakfast cereal. <laughs> oh shit! Is it Swedish? <laughs> I don't know where it's from, man. Uh, what What about aged nut cheese? <laughs> what is it? Cheese? Is it a type of cheese? <laughs> it's cheese. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> uh, what about plop? Oh, plop. Um, I've had plop before. I'm sure you have. Oh, what is it? I've had it. Plop. I'm going to wait till he answers and then come up with me. <laughs> I can't think what it is. I know I've had it. It's like I'm, I'm going to say juice or something. Yogurt drink. It's a chocolate bar. Ah, this, yeah, this, I've, had this, it. I've had that in Sweden. Have you? Good for you. Obviously, I bought it because <laughs> it's called Plop. Cock flavored soup mix. Yep, that's uh, like mix. chicken soup. It's a soup mix. <laughs> it's a soup mix that. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at these ones. You get this one as well. Homo sausage. Is it um is it a, a type of fruit? No. You know what it is? is it Dry sack. <laughs> yes, yeah, sausage. Dry sack. Is it a beef jerky? No. I think dry sack I think it's an orange. It's wine. Okay. Oh, all right. <laughs> um creamy white finishing sauce. Oh. Uh, sounds like a very literal translation. <laughs> is it like salad cream? What do you think it is, Cliff? I think it's like bechamel sauce. What's that? Like what you put on lasagna and that. Well, you, it's a sauce for meat. So <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess you kind of won that one. How many more of these L- have we got? One more. Okay. <laughs> um, soup for sluts. <laughs> Is, it, um, is that a packaged semen? Type of baguette. <laughs> <laughs> is it soup that? Soup what? Because <laughs> it's soup. <laughs> right. Well, it wasn't that wonderful. Right. Okay. I'm going to wrap it up because uh, I've been out here too long and I'm sweating and I've run out of drink. And yeah. I, my curry's just arrived as well. Well, oh, what well. a time to say goodbye. So thanks for being on, Dan. It's been a pleasure having you Cheers, on and talking about yes, all of that. Yes, mate. You are brilliant. Thank you. Um, and yeah, maybe we'll do Wildest Police Chasers at some point when it feels safe to do so. We've still got... Well, it's already in me, Bren. So if, if you need us back, yeah. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. And uh, we'll do Mulholland Drive soon and we'll try and get Nobby on for to talk about this trip to London, which <laughs> he needs to explain yeah. himself. So thanks for listening. Certainly. Follow us on Twitter, F Circus Pod. Join us on Facebook. It's the name of the podcast and you can uh, search us and join in with some chat. Another shout out to Jury's In. Available for stays if you want. Uh, Attitude yeah. Magazine. I'll have a subscription if you don't want us in it. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and Raisins. And until next time, I'll see you later. Thanks, guys. Okay. Bye. <laughs>